0: Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Children may go to children's church. Praise the Lord. Man, I got so much to say. Let me, um, let me say this. Um, every, every single baptism that gets done in this place, every single baptism that gets done in the name of the lord jesus christ is important and uh, here's what i want to um, i want to tell you there's a baptism coming next um, next sunday um huh oh good i'm glad i'm glad that you have, you have all been invited that you have all been invited to that it will be um it will be different I can tell you, we're, I mean, not that we're changing scripture or the way we're going to baptize, but I will tell you it's going to be different than anything you've ever seen. Um, namely, because I won't be doing it. And uh, but I just, I just want to um, want to tell you. So, so you're invited. Okay. Now, let me uh, let me share what you've just um, been a part of. You've just been a part of the gospel being shared to you in song. Like, I don't... And I know we do this every Sunday, but I, but I want you to understand something. You know, Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ His Son. And Romans 5.8 says that God demonstrated His love for us that while we were yet sinners... Christ died for us. And then Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So I just want to start with this this morning. I just want to start with if you're in this place this morning, you're in this place this morning, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Then you know what? Jesus is in the business saving lives, and that's why we're here. That's what this church is all about. This church is all about sharing the gospel with a lost and dying world and taking, uh, taking that, that message of grace, that message of redemption, that, that message of, of God's peace, the message of truth. Let me tell you something. I just, uh, I just, I just want you that if you, you're in that place, you, you know what? Let, let, let's forget. Let's forget that there's anybody else here. Let's forget that there's anybody else here. The one I'm talking to is the one who doesn't know Jesus. <coughs> if you're here and you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, then I want you to come visit me here right this moment. I want you to come up here, and I want I, I want to get that straight with you. I want. Um, because you, you know what? Um, I could pretty much pray and we'd go home. Because the gospel has been proclaimed in this place. The gospel has been pro- proclaimed in this place. And, and, and you know what, folks? We, we must continue to do that. We must continue, we must continue, we must continue to share the gospel everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. So, so you know what? I think it's a great segue, a great segue to gospel witnessing stories. Let me, let me okay so Mickey Mickey has one
1: um, okay I had a friend get, I had a friend get in touch with me that I hadn't seen you know lately but we keep in touch for like the last five years and I knew that he had dated some women and went to church with some women and said he was saved well we got in touch with each other and met at Denny's in Chester and he was telling me that he was um, <laughs> this is a lot of information. That he was online but he hadn't had you know a whole lot of um uh, people hit him up i guess that were good i don't know but he said (laughs) he said well and i said really he said yeah he said i'll let you look at my profile and you tell me what i need to do or whatever and i looked at it and i said you didn't answer all the questions that they had asked you and he said like what and i was like religion (laughs) you didn't answer religion i said when i was online that's the first thing i would look at it catch my eye And he hit the button and it said religion. All these different things came up, agnostic, atheist, Buddhist, all this stuff, and Christian. I said, well, you would want to hit Christian. And he looked at me like (laughs) like I was from another planet. And I said, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And he just looked at me like a deer in headlights, and he said, I really, he said, I was saved. And I said, when were you saved? And he was talking about a group like, kind of like Boy Scouts. I'm not really sure if it's Boy Scouts or not, but it was a group that, he was a kid, he was at a camp and got saved. But I asked him uh, if he knew Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. I said, do you know Jesus? And I was kind of taken by surprise, and he said he really didn't know him. And that even threw me off. I was almost like, I thought he was kidding, to be honest with you, because I was like not expecting that. And so then I automatically, I said, "Um, I'd like to share a story with you, if that's okay. So, you know, and I went into... Creation to Christ with him right there in the Denny's. And he watched the whole time, listened to everything I said. And at the end, I was like, you know, if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior when you die, you know, you have two places to go. You're going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. And he didn't say, really, I want Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. But I at that point, I thought, well, maybe I should have shared with him the two gardens. might have been a little more easier for him to understand than that so i don't really know if i should have done that or not but we are going to have and he kind of actually zoned out started looking at his phone again he didn't hit christian on the button because i saw it so um we are going to meet again because we've already said we're going to have to you know catch up blah 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 so i will be meeting with him again so at that point i think i'm going to share the two gardens i think he might understand that a little bit better than the Praise creation Lord. of christ so
0: and you know what? Keep in mi- Keep this in mind. The outcome is not ours. The outcome belongs to God, mm-hmm. and He's promised us that His word will not return void. So where His word is, where His word is shared truthfully, and that you know what? So um, praise the Lord he for that God story. For that story. Amen. And yeah. You know what we never ever know we we, we never know sometimes it's intentional isn't it sometimes it's intentional that we're going to have a conversation
2: so i'm not going to be here next week because i got to work next week so i'm sharing for a future conversation um that is going to happen early part of this week um so i'm a director of operations for jersey mikes and one of my general managers who I've been really praying for. I mean, I've worked with her for probably about two years, but I can honestly say I've been fervently praying for her the past couple months. And um, I have, and I've talked with Pete about this a few times of just asking for a certain opportunity to talk with her. Um, She's had a lot of things go on in her life to where I think she is broken enough to hear the gospel. Um, I mean, she, without going into too much, I mean, she has three kids by three different dads, and, I mean, she's had one miscarriage by a fourth dad, and she has one of her daughters is, has gotten taken away from her to go in a home because she's having all these suicidal thoughts. She's only seven, and... There's a lot of other details going on to where she just feels like things have gotten so out of her control, and she and I were talking, you know, last week or so, and she said, Whitney, I, I know what I need, and I'm thinking she needs a drink or something like that, and I said, well, what is that, and she said, I need God, so I just said, okay, and I can't, you know, talk to her behind the line, you know, making subs, so I'm thinking, okay, we we're going to plan something so I did plan something and you know some it fell through and uh, God will use all kinds of things to get you to this point point. Mm-hmm. and you know what it kind of took is you know in because we have four stores and one of them or two of them are in Charlottesville and that general manager and the only other shift leader decided to quit Friday and so that leaves zero people to open and close that store that live in Charlottesville so people from Lynchburg, me included, will be in Charlottesville next week. So, and lo and behold, who's going with me? So I got a car ride and two hotel nights with her. So Monday night and Tuesday night, and then driving up Monday afternoon, and then coming back Wednesday night. She and I have a lot of alone time. So I just kind of ask for a prayer for you guys, not only for her, Um, If this is that time for her, we'll see, but seeds have been planted over the past several months with her, Um, but I I mean, Pete and I've talked about this, Josh and I've had tons of conversations just about how pressing she's been on my heart. Um, Her name is Jen, so if you guys can just kind of keep her in your prayers as this gospel conversation, maybe more than one, will be happening in the next couple days.
0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> all you've got to do, <laughs> all you've got to do is be be looking and listening, and these opportunities will come. These opportunities will come. And uh, anybody else, praise the Lord. Thank you, Scott. Turning your Bibles to Acts chapter twenty-one. Paul is where he is because of the gospel, because of his call to ministry. And uh, I get the magazine Voice of the Martyrs and I read, I read that. Um, it, it, came with a, it came with a map. It came with a map this time of where the, uh, of where the Bible, where, the, where it's difficult, all the way to the point of where it's covert. To, uh, to teach and to preach the Bible and the stories that go along with that. And you would absolutely be amazed to know what people in this world are going through today for the sake of the gospel. Now we know where Paul's at. He's back in Jerusalem, right? He's back in the place where people have told him not to go. And he even had a prophet named Agabus that came and um, get, and shared this prophecy with him about him being bound and all, all these things. And um, he comes back to Jerusalem. He goes to the Jerusalem church. He meets with the uh, he meets with the leadership of that church. And the the um, they they were they were glad to glad to hear from him. They were thankful. And uh, but they um, but because of a dispute. Over him, supposedly speaking against the law, against the people, against um, against the nation of Israel, all of those things, um, the church has said. Now you must do what we tell you to do. And so they told him to join to join these other men who were going through a purification process, which was a which was a Jewish thing. They told him to join those, join those, go through the purification because he had been in Gentile land. He had been in Gentile land, and because he had been in Gentile land, he had been around unclean people, okay? Uh, you, see how, you, you see how this kind of flows, Nate? Now, here, here's what I want you to understand. Paul did not compromise his belief. He did not compromise his faith by being a part of this um, purification. He did not compromise anything by doing this. He did not deny Christ by doing this. He did not not deny his faith by doing this. But you know what? The church knew how this had to end. The church knew that for this purification to end, that he had to go to the temple. He had to go to the temple where, where Jews were to end this. Okay? The church knew that. When they told him, when they told him to go and to be purified, and oh by the way, as you're as you finish this, um, you need to pay the sacrifice, and and that will and that will um, help the help those ones who think that you're teaching against the law and teaching against uh, Judaism and all of those things. It, it will it will make them understand that you're still, even though you are a Christian, you are still a you're still a good Jew. In a matter of speaking, and um, so that's what—that's the instruction that he was given. That's the instruction that was was that he was given by the church, by the church. See, see, the question I ask you all is: Did the church throw Paul under the bus? Okay, and and so, you know, as we as we walk through this, God loves His church. I love the church, but from time to time, but from time to time, the church gets, gets off kilter just a little, gets um, for whatever reason, so let's read this thing and see where it goes, and by the way, Luke's not going to say anything about the church in this, he's going to say who caused it. He's going to say who caused it. Starting in verse 26. Then Paul took the men, and the next day, having been purified with them, entered the temple to announce the expiration of the days of purification, at which time an offering should be made for each one of them. Now when the seven days were almost ended, the Jews from Asia, seeing him in the the temple, stirred up the whole crowd and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who teaches all men everywhere against the people, the law, and this place. And furthermore, he also brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled this holy place. For they had previously seen Trophimus, the Ephesian, with him in the city, whom they supposed that Paul had brought into the temple. And all the city was disturbed, and the people ran together, seized Paul, and dragged him out of the temple, and immediately the doors were shut." Now as they were seeking to kill him, news came to the commander of the garrison that all Jerusalem was in an uproar. He immediately took soldiers and centurions and ran down to them. And when they saw the commander and the soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. Then the commander came near and took him and commanded him to be bound with two chains. And he asked who he was and what he had done. And some among the multitude cried one thing and some another, so when he could not ascertain the truth because of the tumult, he commanded him to be taken into the barracks. When he reached the stairs, he had to be carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the mob, for the multitude of the people followed after, crying out, Away with him! May God may God bless the um, the reading of his word. And so let's let's dig into this thing. Let's dig into this thing. So the, the the time of purification, that time of being set apart to the Lord, time of being set apart to the Lord, it, it, it was a kind of a combination of things. Purification was one thing, and uh, a Nazarite vow was another thing, and those two are kind of in, being thrown in here together, kind of being thrown in here together. But, it, but what it is is, is, is it is a it is a focus solely on the Lord. It, it is a getting away from the things, that, the things that we are so often distracted by, the things that so often, and, and, and it's a complete focus on the Lord. That's what purification and that's what uh, a Nazarite vow and all of that is about. Okay, so we're coming to the end of that. We're coming to the end of that. And the way that that ends is that you have to go into the temple. You have to go into the temple. So they, so they go into the temple, and, and Jews from Asia, Jews from, from part, of, part of that missionary journey, okay? Jews from a, from that, that had been stirred up before, Jews that had been stirred up before are now here in Jer- Jerusalem. they probably come to Jerusalem for Pentecost. They've probably come there for Pentecost. Okay, they've come for one of those times when Jews make, make, make a pil- pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Okay so so that's that's a pretty good reason why they may be there there are there are um, about three different feasts that you, you know they they were to make the pilgrimage to Jerusalem and this is why Jews from other places are there and and so they see Paul they see Paul and immediately they start stirring up people they start stirring up people now they're in the temple they're in the temple they're in the religious place okay and uh you know, they're they're seeing him, they're seeing him as an as an enemy of the temple. Okay, they're seeing him as an enemy of the Jews. Does it remind us of anyone? Does it remind us of anyone that was seen as an enemy of the people? So, it goes on. And they cry out, men of Israel, help! This is the man who teaches all men everywhere against the people of the law in this place. I tell you folks, they lied about Jesus and they're lying about Paul. These are these are these are false these are false things. These are false things that they're accusing that they're accusing him of. And they're even saying that he's bringing Greeks into a place in the temple that they're not allowed to go. In other words, he's taking them past the court of the Gentiles. But let let me share something about that. For Paul to take a person beyond the court of the Gentiles, do you understand that Paul puts that, that person's life in jeopardy because that person can be killed for going beyond the court of the Gentiles when they are a Gentile? okay you understand that and 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 so again again another false accusation of what of what Paul has done but they're they're just so angry they're so angry about the message about the message that Paul is proclaiming they're so angry about the fact that he's speaking about Jesus 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 crucified And Jesus risen. They're they're mad. They're mad over his message. They're mad about his message. and And because his message flies in the face of their religion. Because the message flies in the face of religion. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? There are people that are loaded with religion. There are people that are loaded with religion. But there are people... that that are in desperate need of a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. To have religion, to have religion, does not mean that they have a relationship. You could be taught something from the day that you're able to understand. You can be taught it from, from the earliest age all the way up. But if it's not the truth, guess what? It's not the truth. But you've been taught it your whole life. You've lived it. You've been in it. You've, you've, in every way. Let, let, let me share something else with you. Let me share something else with you. You can be born and raised in a Christian church. You can be born and raised in a Baptist church. You can be there from from the cradle roll on. But if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've never come to the point where you understand your sin nature and you understand your need for a Savior, and if you've never done that, do you understand that the place where you have been raised, you are just as lost? You are just as lost as anybody else. here they are, and and look at how it goes. And all the city was disturbed. I mean, it stirred this place up. All the city was disturbed, and the people ran together. Can you picture this? Can you picture the mob? All the people ran together, seized Paul, dragged him out of the temple And can you hear this? And immediately, the temple door shut. All right? So, let's talk about that for a second. The temple had temple guards. The temple guards had a responsibility. And one of those was to protect the people in the temple. Well, guess what? Guess who wasn't getting protection because this started inside the temple this started inside the temple and then it got carried outside the temple you know where the temple guards were if i if i um if i understand all that i have all that i have read the temple guards were the ones that shut the doors The temple guards were the ones that shut the doors and then it goes on now as they were seeking to kill him you know the way in the way that they feel like they get rid of a bad message is they kill the messenger is they kill the messenger did christianity die when christ died on the cross praise god no Of course, the grave couldn't even hold him. Three days later, he arose. So, while they were trying to beat him to death, news came to the commander of the garrison that all Jerusalem was in an uproar. So, who are these folks? These are the Roman guard. These are the Roman military. Okay? And in this garrison, in this garrison, there were about 1,000 soldiers. There were about 1,000 soldiers in this garrison. Now, he didn't bring them all. He didn't bring them all when he came. But the leader of this group, the leader of this group brought about 200 of them. You want to dispel? You want to dispel a mob? Bring a bigger mob. Okay? Bring, bring a bigger, bring a bigger group, a stronger group, a group ready, a group ready to dispel this. And they felt certain that they could dispel it with what they brought. And he immediately took soldiers and centurions and ran and ran down to them. And when they saw the commander and the soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. Okay? Because they they knew that um, they knew that they had met their match in those that showed up. Okay, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny who is coming to Paul's rescue? Isn't it funny who is coming to Paul's rescue in this situation? Because he is literally he is literally being rescued from the religious crowd. Then the commander came near and took him and commanded him to be bound with two chains. You remember what Agabus said? A bit of prophecy being fulfilled pretty quickly. And he asked who he was and what he had done. And some among the multitude cried one thing and some another. Can you hear this? Can can you hear this? Have, Have you all watched the news lately? I have to turn it off every once in a while. I have to turn it off more than I turn it on, actually. I have never in my life heard so many people talking over each other talking over each other have, have you how many if I was to bring Scott up here and tell Scott to have a conversation and I decided to have a conversation at the same moment how much of that conversation would would we hear and how much of that conversation would you hear all right so so just multiply this exponentially and put a mob in the midst of this and have this person saying this and this person saying that and you know this 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 Commander is trying to figure out what's going on. And he realizes, you know, the only thing I can do is get this guy out of here. The only thing I can do is get this guy out of here. So he, so he minds him and he takes him. Because he can't figure out the truth. Because he can't figure out what the truth is. He has no idea who he's arresting. He has no idea who this man is. He just knows that this man, that because of these, this man, all these people are all stirred up. And it's not going to get any better until he gets this person out of this place. So he goes. And he asked who he was and what he had done. And some, some among the multitude cried one thing and some another. So when he could not ascertain the truth because of the tumult, he commanded them, commanded him to be taken into the barracks. Okay? When he reached the stairs... He had to be carried by the soldiers there. You you know what? They said he had to be carried because he was beaten so bad. Well, some believe that the mob was so crazy that he had to be carried just to get him away from the mob. Okay, it doesn't matter why they had to carry him, but they had to carry him. It was so crazy. Because of the violence of the mob. Where have we seen that before? Where have we seen that before? Pilate. Pilate stood Jesus stood Jesus before the crowd. And the crowd had the opportunity, had the opportunity for him to be set free. But what did the crowd shout? Give us Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. Crucify him. Crucify him. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny that that Paul almost finds himself walking in the footsteps of Jesus? Walking in the same steps of Jesus there in Jerusalem. Walking in the steps, walking in those steps because he chose Jesus over the crowd. He chose Jesus over popularity. He, told, he chose Jesus over all of these things. For the multitude of the people followed after, crying out, away with him. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. So let's um let's look at something. I I I started this out, I started this out with this, and and that was did the church throw Paul under the bus? The church knew how this was going to play out. Whether whether the church knew that this would happen in the temple or not, I don't know that they were very surprised. For the uproar to occur now we don't hear that from luke okay we don't hear that from luke in this but i want us to always i want us to always be mindful i want us to always be mindful of the way that we act in the church the way that we handle things in the church the way that we handle one another in the church. Let me let me let me share with you. Let me share with you. I, I can have this conversation right now here, standing here this day, um, in, in this place, because because you know what? Because praise God, praise God for this church. Praise God for the heart of this church. Praise God for the mind of this church. Praise God for the for for the for just how this church is allowing, is, is allowing. God to lead us. And and just the and just the 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 sweet fellowship, the unity, all of the all of those things that I believe are a part of are a part of a of a church. Now you, and you got you have to understand. Churches churches began to have problems in the first century. And when was the first church planted in the first century. Okay? Churches have been having problems since the beginning. Since the beginning of the church being formed. And we, we need to understand what this word says about things. We need to understand what this Word says about things and about how we should conduct ourselves and how we should conduct business and how we should conduct church discipline and how we should do all of these different things. We, we need to understand what does the Word say? What does the Word teach us? What does the Word tell us? And and, and from there, and, and from there, because I think, I think that... Um, most in here could say that you know, you know what it's one thing to be hurt by the world it's a total another thing to be hurt by the church it seems to sting more it seems to hurt more when when it comes from the church but I, but I want you to I want you to I want you to understand something that um, we must keep our focus on the lord we must keep our focus on the lord as you, you, you know what if the if the leaders in Jerusalem knew that Paul was going to suffer that that at the hands of those people if they if they believed that and they sent Paul there and they sent Paul there for that you, you, you know what but again we're never going to know that we're never going to know that because Luke did not Luke did not say that in this. And you know what, I'm not going to add to, I'm not going to take away from, but, but you know what? But you know what? The church had a part in him being in the temple. The church had a part of him, in him being in the temple. And the temple. And the temple was part of his other life. The temple was a part of his other life. Now, some would say it was still part of his present life but he was doing this he was doing this at the at the recommendation of the leaders of the church leaders to to but 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 you know what were the people buying it were the people in the temple buying it were the people in the for the for the reason that he went about the purification and all of those things were the people in the temple temple buying it the temple the people the people in the temple um, now and and there could have been some there could have been some messianic Jews in there there could have been some Christian Jews in the temple okay but there were also some some hardcore Jews in the temple there were some Jews in the temple that that did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah that and and because of the and because of that they were they were angered by that message they were angered by the message of Jesus and and I tell you this we cannot be afraid we cannot be afraid to share the message of Jesus simply because simply because it may not be received well it may not it may not be what somebody wants to hear we must we must be about his business we must share the gospel in all places and you, you, you know I'm I'm not going to um what's so interesting is, you, you know, they they grabbed him and, and pulled him out of the temple and all that kind of stuff. Well, I was reading, I told you I was reading Voice of the Martyrs, the magazine, and a, um, a preacher in a house church in Iran, he and, his, he and his family, he and his family, and three or four other people were in the Bible study. I'm thinking about home group. <laughs> I'm thinking about home group, because it was kind of like that. It, it was like home group. And the police came, stormed their stormed their home, arrested them all, and it took it took the last one to get out of prison was the preacher, and it took three and a half years of Iranian prison life. And by the way, he, he um he went to the place he went to the place in the prison that they call hell. That's how far he went before before he before he was let out. He got to see, because, and, and it was all because of his faith in Jesus. It was all because of his testimony. And oh, by the way, they kept telling him, they kept telling him, stop sharing. Stop sharing. The more he shared, the deeper into the prison he went. The deeper into the prison he went. And when he got to that place, that place, that very, very bad place, that was where, that was where he got to talk to the people who were on death row and who were in prison for life. Because of all that they had done. But he had the opportunity to watch Jesus save people in that part of the prison. And after three and a half years, he was finally he was finally released. To the point he had to move to another country. He had to move to another country. And, and there were some people, there were some people that intentionally stopped coming to his church. And listen to this. They stopped coming to his church because they were afraid that they would suffer the same fate. Let's pray. Dear most precious Heavenly Father, Lord, again, I thank you for Paul. I thank you for his ministry. I thank you for his faithfulness and his obedience. And Lord, I just pray that um, as, we, as we read and understand these things, as we read and understand these things, Lord, that we, that we understand that, that, Lord, to be your disciple we have to deny ourselves. We have to take up our cross daily. And we must follow you. And Lord, I, I pray that that is the heart that we have. I pray that that is the desire that we have. I pray that, Lord, I pray that we desire as you desire that all, that all would be saved. Lord, that, um, and, and, that, and that we do what we do for the sake of the gospel. We, we share, we share, even though the message may not be popular, but we know that the message is life-changing, and so, Lord, I, I pray for those, I pray for those that are in desperate need of you, Lord, and I, and I just pray that you would do in our midst, that you would do in our travels, that you would do in and through our lives what only you can do. I do lift up Jen right this moment. Lord, and I pray, I pray over her. I pray, Father, that you would prepare her. I pray, Father, that you would meet her. And I pray, Father, that your grace would overshadow her in a way that, that, there, that there is just no way that she can deny you. Lord, I pray, I pray for Whitney, I pray for Mickey. I pray for each and every person that seeks to share you with a lost and dying world. Lord, may may we not be surprised by what they say. But Lord, may may we receive what they say. And Lord, we pray that you would give us the words, the words of truth, the words of love, the words, your words that are able to change lives. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We we give you this time of invitation, Lord, whatever this invitation is supposed to be about. Lord, whether there's somebody that wants to wants to join this church, whether there's somebody that that needs you in their life, that needs salvation, Lord, whatever this invitation is about. Maybe it's just a time for us to pray and to and to just stay or reconnect with you. Lord, we love you and we praise you your most precious and holy name. Amen. Let's stand together.